1: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You win? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via other participating restaurants, eighteen plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items delivery fee and time supply see McDonald's
0: Well, good afternoon and welcome to the uh, Forever Bristol City podcast. A very, very disappointing uh, performance from the lads up at the uh, Majesty Stadium. It finished Reading 3, City 1. It gave Reading their first win in six. How many times over the years does City become the four guys for a side that have had a dismal showing of form? Joining me in the uh, studio this afternoon are uh, Ian, and Mark, Dave Feves has got a better else- offer elsewhere. Well, I don't know. I think he's committed on something. But uh, I'll come to you first, uh, Ian, as we normally do. Quick summary of the game. It wasn't good, was it? In fact, it was rank.
2: Yeah, I mean, in fairness, the first half, um, we retained the ball but didn't do anything with it. Uh, Reading always looked more threatening because their final ball was uh, a 10 or an 8. Whereas ours was a one or a two uh, conceded possession, and if Reading would have won the game five or six one, I don't think we could have had any complaints.
0: Yeah, Ian, uh, Mark, sorry, your uh, initial thoughts on uh, on the game uh, as a whole? It, you know, too safety cautious, too safety conscious in the opening half, maybe.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think so. Not very brave on the ball, but I mean, overall, the game. I mean, that we couldn't cope with there. With their three behind Joao, I mean it was really like a two because Mete was drifting in from the left and the right hand side just dropping off, and they were supported by Rinnermatta and Lauren. But I thought uh, Ajario and the Lise were, were outstanding for them, and yeah. I think it, some of it was uh, is much about the fact that we 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 have to continue. I think we had to, because I don't think Backington's fit to play Patterson, O'Dowder and Nadj. And Nadj was really a victim of playing with two lightweights. There was no way he he could affect the game because he was trying to play in front of that back three but um, again, Jiju was back to gold. Unfortunately, um, you know, Chris Honours comments, although we don't like it, his first touch, like being like a trampoline today, that it was just bouncing off him. I mean, after yeah. so many yeah. minutes, it was just awful. So many offered a little, tried yeah. hard, but uh, really, we got the result that we deserved. And hopefully, we get players back because otherwise, we're going to struggle.
0: Which was nil point. I mean, Ian, that starting uh, lineup, he stuck with the same uh, team. Do you think, I know he's got limited options, but uh, do you think he could have shaken it up a little bit? You know, we played, uh, what was it, Wednesday night? There was some tired legs out there, I'm sure. Or did, did he have zero options? I mean, the bench looks strong. You could maybe yeah, start well, yeah. with a stronger well,
2: player. You, 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 can, well, you, you can't say on one hand, did, did he have zero options, but the bench looks strong so that's a, that's con- contradictory uh, he had options Ooh. he chose not to use them um one of one of our problems with that and it, and we've been playing a a non tackling uh, midfield all season because don't forget when he had vaimen vaimen was in there instead of um uh, O'Dowder. Yeah. and uh, Patterson was still in there and he had uh, backinson in there who is a, a stronger player than Adam Nash. I mean Adam Nash is quite a weak player himself. Well he's a little um, bloke, isn't he? He's a little bloke. He's well, a disruptor, yeah, yeah, but, isn't he, Adam Nash. But, but, but Steve Galliers was a little bloke. Uh, Jerry Gow won eight foot six.
0: No. But they could put a foot Kenny's,
2: in. Ke- yeah. Kenny Stroud wasn't, Glenn Pennyfather. Uh players of not great a ab- uh, in the case of Pennyfather, players of not great ability. But they'd all put a foot in, and you wouldn't want to play against them. I don't think we won a fifty-fifty today.
0: No, um, but didn't we say that? Or, didn't we say that the other night? There, that we got bossed off the ball far too many times, didn't we?
2: Yeah, yeah. We we lack we're lightweight. Um, we lack physicality, and we're quite physically weak in a, in a yeah. lot of cases. Yeah. Um, and, and if you look when the two sides were lining up, I I tweeted and said, is it me or do we look about three or four inches shorter? to a man than than their team. And I don't suppose you're going to really cure that until uh, Baker, Callas and Mawson uh, come back.
0: No. Let's look through the action uh, so far. And I have to say this afternoon, probably a better atmosphere than Majesty Stadium. than you do have when there's about 18,000 Berkshire fans in there. But uh, there we go. Mm -hmm. First 10 minutes, (laughs) I wrote nothing. First 10, nothing. Nothing either end. And then we had uh, Semenyo getting into a good position, a funny game from him. It wasn't his best today. Getting into a good position, his shot, his cross was intercepted and uh, Reading went straight up the other end and uh, Mete put in a shot. That was probably the only... Uh, well, it wasn't a mistake because nothing came of it. When... Um, Bentley spilled it, and uh, Yao, Lucas Yao, wasn't there. But then uh, he showed his, uh, his form on 21 minutes, Bentley, when he punched clear after uh, a left-wing cross. That was the first corner of the game. And again, it was a City attacking move that Semenyo was fouled. A free kick was taken by Patterson. And then Reading straight back down the other end, Mate on the counter-attack. And uh, Viner headed away for a corner. And then uh, Bentley did that stunning save from uh, Mite who we've seen put those sorts of shots in before uh, Ian um, great save by Bentley but a good uh, good strike on goal as well wasn't it yeah
2: yeah Reading had four players who were far higher class than anybody at our club uh, Zhao, Mite Idiari and Alise um, did things today and could do things today that you would be very surprised if anybody at our club did Um and, and going through the side even uh, even the substitutes uh mm-hmm. I, I thought we just we as well as lacking physical strength, um I thought we lacked a lot of technical abilities. Too many players out there who've got a poor first touch. Yeah. Um and, and I'm very, very surprised given the injuries, um today we were about we were well, we were seven short. Of my first choice eleven, if everyone was fit. Mm. Um, I think we've done very, very well, and I'm very, very surprised that we are where we are. I mean, we've got three what I'll call more winnable games coming up. So hopefully we can still be there thereabouts uh come Christmas. But yeah, you know, know, we we that needs that need you know, that can't come soon enough if we're in the right place.
0: If we're still in the right place, that's right. I mean, uh, Mark, we got our first corner of the game on 38 minutes and, again, that summed City up. It was a short corner routine that was uh, wasted. wasted. And then we had another chance just before <laughs> half-time when the uh, ineffectual... Sorry, I know I've got the ick when it comes in, but the ineffectual Dowder put the ball in the middle. FAM injured one of their blokes. Referees stopped the game. Then straight away, um, Brent... Uh, keep calling them Brentford, Renning were on the attack and uh, Viner stumbled and Bentley, he did another fine save from uh, Zhao. I mean, City just hadn't featured as an attacking force in the opening five at all, had they, uh, Mark?
1: No, no, not at all. Uh, I mean, I think you know three-five-two. You think it really relies on good movement from the front two, but you, you're going to play with 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 the wing backs. The wing backs have got to affect the game. They just didn't. Even even Jack Hunt was quite tentative in trying to cross. He came back inside. Jada Silva wasn't involved at all in the first half, and we were really down to I think one chance where Semenyo tried to put the ball in the box early on, and that last gasp chance in the first half where Rowe split the defence. And I doubt it. Why didn't he and try and come back outside the defender and hit it with right foot? He yeah. drills it into the middle and he's stuck between two defenders. He's done the best he can. But going back to what Ian said, we just couldn't complete with them physically. And they had a Jari on loan from uh, Liverpool last season They picked him up for three million. I mean, that's an absolute steal. He's a big unit, technically very good. And they, uh, him and Alise, I mean Alise's uh, pass for the uh, second goal, where he just flicked it round at one of our players uh, for uh, Maytay to run onto, was outstanding. And you know we just can we just couldn't compete with them, and, no. and to continue to play those players. But I think we we had to play the, the midfield. We could. Who else could have played it? I mean, thinking the only thing we could have done, maybe. And I don't think he would have done it, is to put Mariapa in central defence and move Viner into midfield. But he's going to be loath to do that. Or could kind put of Mariapa
0: in central defence and push Rowe up, maybe. I don't yeah,
1: know. And, or... and, and the touch again, the touches, I mean, you've only got to look at Moore's heavy touch when he when he was bringing the ball out of defence and he ends up with a two footed challenge on their player. Well, and he's lucky to get we'll not come sent on, off. We'll
0: come on to that in a bit. I mean, the start of the second yeah. half, the start of the second half, Reading started as a. Uh, well, meant to carry on because it was all one-way traffic, really. And uh, it was a Lise, save to Jao, and then the first save I've written down here of this half came on 49 minutes. And up to that point in time, Reading had, had seven attempts to r zero. So when the goal came on 53 minutes, the first one again, City. It was a. It was a, City were caught on the break, considering we're a team that so say attack on the counter. Ian, what are your recollections of that? Uh, opening goal when uh, it was a bit unlucky going in off Viner wasn't it
2: well this is one thing I want to point out Viner has done this before he's got form and his positioning uh, when he's in that centre defence as opposed to the right hand side and it might sound like clutching at straws he should have got far closer to the ball Mm. and because he was where he was he stuck his leg out hit his leg and sent Bentley the wrong way. Wrong way. So I, I i put that almost i put that down as an own goal. Um, yeah, you know because you either get your leg out the way. If you can't get a solid touch, and, and that means kicking it up the field, get your leg out the way and get closer, get within a meter, not two and a half three meters away, stood in front of the goalkeeper. That's just no. poor positioning, and he did it again, and this time it hit him and went narrowly wide of the post. Yeah. Now, when I say it hit him, it hit him rather than he got a solid touch. So he needs to get closer in that blocking mode. But we've got players who try and get in close in block, but they don't tackle.
0: No. They, yeah, that's, they're, that's, that's they're that. Not.
2: You wouldn't yeah. be worried about playing against our team when there's no Baker, no callas There's nobody in there, um, apart from the forwards, probably. I mean, that was yeah. Martin. Martin was lucky to stay
0: on he the did, field, He did. He did a nasty little... Uh, the commentator picked up on that. Referee and yeah. Lyon didn't feel it where he dragged his foot down. Mm. But, um, I mean, yeah. again, we no, come on to that more tackle in a second. Because um, we've got here... They made two substitutions, uh, Ian, straight after that first goal. And obviously switched to uh, 4-3-3. And Martin and um, Wells came on. Was that the right substitutions or... You know, your thoughts on that? Mark? I, I I don't yeah, think
2: Sem I don't think Cemenu is a central central striker mm. on what I've seen. When Fan flicks the ball on, no one in our team is running beyond beyond the ball when he does win it, and he doesn't win it all that often, but when he does and he flicks the ball on, absolutely no one is is running on to the flick. No. So my contention would be well, why bother? Um, I don't like seeing us play the ball the the, the problem we've got is service from midfield and I don't think we're going to cure that until we've got Walsh and (laughs) Williams we say it every
0: bloody week we've been saying it for two years because this is going back bits of it with like a Lee Johnson game I mean that two-footed tackle uh, Mark that Moore uh, did I mean we've seen as I said some referees would have sent him off he did play the ball but the studs were up and then their manager Got booked. I mean, do you think uh, Taylor Moore? Uh, yeah, that would have capped, and even uh, would have capped a poor performance, getting a red card, and then maybe saved yeah. him for the blushes later on in the game.
1: Well, he, I mean, he brought the ball out of defence, but he, he he's just, he, he just touches it on. He's midway inside his own half, and it, um, it, it might have been reviewed on VAR in the Premier League. I think he'd been sent off. He kept Retro, both his heels on. Red card, yeah. yeah, well no i think he might have gone he might have had another they would they would have taken longer to, to make a decision i think the, ref, the fact that the referee booked him quickly saved him from from a review if it would have been you know if it've been var but um it was a stupid challenge he was sliding on both you know both feet studs up both feet were on the floor but you can't ex- you can't excuse that but um i mean oh, no, it's just no, no. sorry go on. that was out, yeah that was after 65 minutes i mean just yeah. before that i think martin and they were waiting for. They were talking about the, the commentators were talking about Martin and 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 uh, and um, Wells being ready to come on uh, before before the substitutions were made. I, f- I think just before that, Martin released O'Dowd, and I think that was our first shot on target. on I Sixty, oh, minutes, got that. To 10 60 minutes,
0: bang on. Yeah, first shot on target on the. But app. Ian,
1: what, no. Ian, what Ian said was, you're right. I think um, Semenyo, Ian, he's playing. He plays better as a wide man in a four three three because. Otherwise, you leave are isolated. If you're going to play those flick-ons, I mean, the only person who would benefit from those is, is Naki Wells. Has been, you know, who would play on the shoulder. If we're going to do that, I think yeah. championship defences are, wi- are much wider much wiser to that flick-on. They just don't, you know, they, it just didn't yeah. happen very often at this level, does it?
0: No. Well, Reading, we're on the uh, ascendancy, and again, we've got. Um... Bent coming into his own, 66 minutes, and at least a free kick. Holmes, ahead header was saved. Then Holmes got far side of goal, put a header across goal. That was missed by at least two Reading Morrison, forwards. 60, yeah, Morrison did an air well, kick, Benz. didn't he? 68 minutes, and Bentley, he stood up when it looked easier for the guy to score, but he made a big uh, shape for himself, a bit like, um, what's his name, Schmeichel would have done for United in years gone back. But then, Ian, the goal... Uh, when we got it, I think it was 72 minutes. It was sort of pretty much against a run of play, but it was a good finish by Naki Wells. But I thought he was offside when they did the uh, analysis. How did
2: you see that? I think there were three of them offside when when the ball was kicked from the free kick. Yeah, uh, was a bit of a bit of a mess in the defense. I think Taylor Moore got the last touch on it more or less accidentally, and it went it dropped down and, and Wells does what Wells does, and that's why he scores goals. He 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 was in that. Position so he could kick the ball in. I mean, at the time, um, if I could have pressed the button and got the referee to blow his whistle, then, then I, I, what was it, 20 odd minutes to go? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I would have done so because up to that point, Redding, every time they attacked in the second half with any purpose, looked like they might score. Um, and um, we, we're, you know, we need to find a way. Where we can certainly create more chances, and I would say particularly at home because, um, all right, away from home, you're going to lose a lot of games normally, although our, our away record is far better than our home record. Um, but we need to be creating more chances. And I, I do, I like the 4 3 3? Don't know, not really. Um, I don't, I don't, I think it, it's. I think it's worked by accident more than anything else. Yeah. But I agree, S- Semenyo um, can play, is is better wide cutting in. Um, so if we're going to play him, that's where he needs to play. Although I, I put him back on the bench. So he got a knock late on and I, I'd have him on the bench at QPR and start with... Yeah, Wells you, and you could
0: hear him squeal like a baby when he went down for that one. Was it just yeah. before... Uh, um, Mark, just before they got the the second goal, that Brunt, the ineffectual, lethargic Chris Brunt, put in a free kick, but uh, Chris Martin got in a decent header. Was that just before the goal or just after? Yeah, the, yeah, it was. Uh, was it
1: there was, a, yeah, it was. A, a cross came over from the left. I thought I didn't think he passed the ball too badly today, mm. um Chris Brunt. I mean, uh, and, and we had more possession than Reading. I think you know. That was, that was deliberate because they want to be more compact. But we were caught high up the pitch again. Yeah. And um, well, two parties Alise... it was
0: and then Mite was uh, was there. Yeah. And then he should Alise, have At
1: least flicked the ball around the corner didn't they for Mite to, to run on him goal. And then Mite if... should have
0: got Mite should have got another goal on the 80th minute when another deflection ball went up onto the bar and he was just stood there the goal at his mercy and uh, it went wide and then he was a provider for uh, 3 1, but we, we finished the game poorly as well, Ian, really, didn't we? We looked a bit of a rag bag at the back. Yeah.
2: Well, Masengo came on, and to me, he since he's uh, joined the club, for me, he's put on a stone of muscle and lost a ton of ability. Mm. Um, he's slower. Um, we, we don't win 50 50s in any event. I can understand why they'd want to. Beef him up a little bit, but he got caught in possession a few times. But he hasn't played any football. This is the problem. If because we've got um, our, our squad's been decimated by injuries, Holden dare not play him, give him games in the under twenty threes. Because if he was playing for the under twenty threes and got an injury, he'd be absolutely slaughtered for it. Um, but I think that's what he may need to do. Get him. I mean, training's no substitute. He needs to get him playing competitive games of football and sharpen him up a bit because when he came on, he didn't look sharp and he doesn't look a patch on the player. He doesn't look a player
0: that played the first six games or so at the start of last season, does he? He just doesn't.
2: When he he first played against, I think he came on against QPR as a sub game, we won two nil. And I saw him there and I thought, wow, this kid's good. Get, he made some yep. runs forward, made some nice late runs in the box. Uh, and that seems to have disappeared. So I don't know what we've done to him, but whether, you know, once we get a few more players fit, whether we can send him back to Monaco and let them work on him or something like that. Because honestly, and I feel genuinely sorry for the kid, he cost us a lot of money yeah. and he's not, he's, he's not improving. He's regressed. Since well, he's when everybody's to learn, fit, right?
0: when everybody's fit, he's not. Yeah, he's going to struggle to get into a, a match day twenty, isn't he? Really, if you think about it. When everybody's well, fit, well,
2: he was. He he struggled.
1: At, yeah, he struggled at the start of the season. I mean, him and Nash weren't anywhere near the squad, were they? Well, no. he played the first he played the first game against Coventry in their box midfield. He was totally overrun. And it was only when Tyreek Backinson was brought on midway through the second half that we clawed our back in way back into the game we were under the cost at one all and we snatched it late on through Carras, yeah. didn't we? But he didn't he hadn't seen light like a day since then and he just looks you're right, Ian. I mean that player and he was outstanding against Derby last season in about our third game and we won two one away, a great mm-hmm. away performance. But I've, mm. I think he played. He, he, he had a, a good part to play in a away game at at Fulham. But it's physically, we knew he, you know, he just didn't have the physical capabilities, and he needed to play in a three because he needed two two tacklers alongside him. But today, he lightweight Edwards similarly as well, and I think we just we really looked threadbare in central midfield until the likes. I think maybe um, maybe. Uh, um Baker comes in, in in first. Uh um sorry, Williams comes in first, than Walsh, but Backinson's you know he's got to play on Tuesday. You think he's he, would you hope think so. he back against Cooper. But
0: you could have given him yeah. you could have given if Backinson's fit enough to go on the bench, then mm-hmm. why not why not give him oh, yeah, twenty five <laughs> minutes? Why not give him twenty five minutes and say, Right, run your heart out? Yeah, run your heart out. Get yourself a little bit of fitness. Ready for Tuesday night? You're in the starting lineup. Go out and play. But he didn't. He didn't do that. I mean, before we go on to ratings, 21 shots they had to R4. Yeah, that is not good at all. Right now, Dave's. Um, He's given his ratings on um, OTIB. I'm sitting here looking at his. I'll run through his since he's not here, and we'll do our individual ones. He said, I won't give his comments. Bentley 8, Viner 6, Moore 5, Rose 7, Hunt 5, Odell 6, Nash 6, Patterson 5, De Silva 6, DeJu 5, Semenyo 5. I won't bother with the... um, subs my marks i know he let uh three in, but i gave bentley a nine because it could have been a route without him i think our heads might have dropped if we'd have gone three or four nil down um never mind putting ourselves back in with a chance of the game uh with that equalizer across the back i've given uh, hunt six viner six Moore five Rose six to silver six in the middle pato five nash six uh, I, I've given O'Dowder a four I had a three but I can't be that harsh and then up front Semenyo five and Fam four because you're looking at comparing him with somebody like Lucas Yao who is everything Fam isn't in terms of leading the front line and managing to control the ball um, you know sensibly Ian I'll come to you first for your marks
2: um, right thank Bentley 9 Hunt 5 Viner 5 Moore 4 Rowe 5 De Silva 5 a 5 uh sorry a 4 uh Nash 5 Patterson 4 Giju 4 Semenyo 5 mm,
0: vaguely similar a bit more uh, harsh on the back what about you uh what about you Ian? what uh, Mark sorry what are your uh, what are your marks there uh
1: Bentley 9 uh Hunt 5 uh, Viner five, more three, uh, because I mean he let Ajaria go for that first goal. I mean he lets him wander six yards uh, to the right, enabling him to get the shot in that, that, that calls the goal. Uh, Row five, O'Dowda four, Naj five, uh, Patterson five, Semenio five, Giju four.
0: Yeah, no, it was uh, it was pretty damned awful, really, at the end of the day. So we're approaching the. No, uh, well, Tuesday night's game against QPR will be the um, pretty much the uh, one third of the way through the uh, season stage. We haven't got the benefit of uh, Fev's with his. Um Forward-looking uh, uh, preview to uh, another another team in hoops, but uh, Ian. Looking at QPR, I watched them for a bit last night against Brentford, who again up front look streets ahead of us. You know, they, I don't know how much they're paying wages to that Ivan Tony, but that's another player that moved in the summer. You know how we could do with somebody like him leading the line. But how do you think we'll get on against uh, the hoops up there? They're a bit of a bit of a you know in an outside QPR, aren't they?
2: Yeah, I and mean, I think the, the, the important thing to remember about Ivan Tony is that Brentford sold their two best players for 50 million quid. Mm. And that's how they were able to go and pay what Peterborough wanted, more or less, for Tony. And they also, uh, Brentford also, made a cheeky and clever bid for Barry Bannon uh, on near deadline day. They bid a million quid because he's out of contract in the summer. So that'd be a nice player to come here. Um, my... I would, um, up to uh, QPR, um, I would uh, go to, hang on a second, I'll tell you what I'd go to up at QPR. I'd make five changes.
0: Yeah, I should uh, put if- that on Twitter, Ian. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. This is ass-
2: assuming everyone's fit. Um, I would go for Martin in Wells up front, Patterson in the 10-roll, De Silva, Naj, Backinson in Hunt in a four. Back three of Callas, Mariapa and Viner. And Dan Bentley in goal. Um, so those, those would be the changes. The subs more or less pick themselves. Yeah. Um, and if Mariapa isn't uh, isn't fit to play on the left-hand side of the back three, then I'd bring Riley Tower in. Um Yeah. Six, it was six good
0: to see Edwards get about five minutes, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah I mean, thought.
2: the kids, the, the, the tiger is six foot three. He's got a great left foot, likes to tackle, uh, you know, what's not to like. Um, and then, you know, obviously later stages of the game, if you want to tighten it up, you've got people like Rowe, who can come on and play as a fullback or play in midfield. Um, and, and Brunt, who can get hold of the ball and slow things down, you hope. Um uh, and, and that's what I do. We can only, I and mean, I definitely freshen the front two. I think Semenyo needs a rest. Uh, fam, uh you know, he's, I don't know whether or not having this contract is is taking his eye off the ball and whatever, but he's he's blowing hot and cold, isn't he? Some Sometimes you think, yeah, good player. And other times you think, well, actually, if he left, would it be a disaster if we could bring in somebody a little bit better on loan? Um, so, you know, to, to be honest, those that would be that would be what I do at uh, at QPR. Yeah. Um, Any thoughts just... on QPR?
1: Any thoughts on QPR? Uh, Mark. Well, they seem to like favour in a four-two-three-one, and they got the Scottish international Lyndon Dykes up front. I think I think um, Ian, correct me if I'm wrong. They got from Mudderwell in the summer. And yes, he, last night, he scored
0: last night as well. Actually, yeah, he yeah, we looked pretty good
1: we the they're, they're they're quite strong at home. I think they've only lost one game, uh, two nil, at home, two nil to, to Preston, and you know they but they they do concede goals as well. They weren't on a bad run. Uh, I think they've won three out of their previous five games before they lost away to Brentford last night. So it's a mid it's a mid table team that we've got a chance against, but yeah. only if we can compete in that central midfield. I, I, yeah, I, I, if I, we could, I'd take Taylor Moore out of, out of the defence. Um, I think is is uh, well, he's regret. He's seen, bit, you know, well, we've always shot, been bigging
0: picking him up, but he, he, you know, when you look at players like Cameron Pring, who we put out on. Uh, Loan. You know, I mean, some of these, he's no better than some of those that we've uh, pushed out to grass uh, elsewhere. I mean, right now, you take a point at QPR. But again, we're on the, you're only three, you're only three defeats away from a crisis in football these days, aren't you? You know, and we, we could quite easily lose up at the, what's it called now, the Cayenne Prince Stadium. But equally, we could get a win and it's happy days with, um, with two home games uh, coming back. Um Ian, you said to me one thing. I was saying, I said it in the and uh, in, in, um, when we were talking about the game. and You said to me off air. I said about Zhao everything that fam isn't, and you said to me, "Yeah, but look at the wages that he's on. You know, yeah, right. let's say they're thirty grand a week, and then you said well, we won't pay those wages. But then we're in that scenario of, you know, what we we, we have a, a regime. Let's put it like that, but we really mean." Steve Lansdowne, we have a regime that would go out and pay two players 15 grand a week rather than one player 30 grand a week who's decent and then have that person, if he's your main striker, have that person understudied by a young player like Semenyo. And equally, I think somebody said... That you know we've gone out and we've let Joe Morale go. This isn't a case of making him stay because he's not pulling up trees. But we have let Joe Morale go and we brought in Brun, who was probably costing double what uh, Joe Morale's wages were, even if he became part of the first team squad. What what are we what are we getting wrong? I mean, in Watford and Reading, the last two teams that we've come up against, right? You could say they're equal size to us as clubs, but both of them in the last 15 years have had you know, probably about twelve years of premiership football between them and we haven't had none. What is it that we do wrong? We've got the training gang getting right now, but what do we do wrong, Ian? Because I'm just I'm getting sick of it. I'd sooner be out doing the gardening the way things are going.
2: Well, I think when I described our performance today is unwatchable. If if you're a fan, it was unwatchable. If if you're somebody that just wanted to watch a game of football, you'd have probably enjoyed that today because, you know, you had plenty of gold mouth action and, um, uh, for, well, in our gold mouth anyway. Um I, I think the, the the problem that we've got is, I mean, we would pay 30 grand a week, but not on a player we buy. We, we pay that on loan to somebody like Chelsea to get somebody like Tammy Abraham. And that's the type of player we need. Um, up front, you, you know, possibly uh, a lad that isn't as as well developed as Tammy is now, because you're talking about the full England international, aren't you? Mm.
0: But well, that was four years if, ago. He was with us, wasn't it? It's
2: was four years. Yeah, ago. If if Fam was to leave, and I, I think he will, because I think he's running down his contract. I'm sick to death of hearing what a lovely lad he is. I, I, that's something. Yeah. If I never hear that again, it will be too soon.
1: Um, yeah.
2: It's not his nice mum on Twitter, I, is it? No, everybody's all
1: over him. No, not what you mean. Does, yeah, exactly. He does yeah, an inter-
2: interview after the game. Says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll get done. It will get." Well, he's been saying that for for six, eight months, and mm. I'm tired of hearing it. Um. So, okay, if you, if you want to if you want to sign the contract, sign it. I wouldn't be heartbroken to see him go. If we brought in somebody on loan from a, a Premier, Premier Division club who was who was useful, who was like Zhao. And in that case, I think Steve Lansdowne would pay the wages. Mark Ashton um, told me when I asked him that we don't pay loan fees. And last season, we weren't paying any because all this talk on um, Twitter and forums about how a phobie was on 60 grand a week. And we were paying X, Y, Z as a loan fee. And Mark Ashton said, I'm not going to discuss his wages, but we're not paying a loan fee. Uh, we're not paying a loan fee for any of the players. Um, so okay, right, fine, fair enough. Um, how do how do what you're saying is how do we go to the next level? Um, yeah. The honest answer is it, we might be waiting. We've got a lot of players out of contract at the end of the season. Um, it'd be interesting to see how many get offered contracts because they might be looking um, to do a little bit of a of a what you might call a mini clear out. I think at the end of this season, if fans are going to come back. And if COVID is under control or please God gone, then I think you might see um, one of those 10 or 11 players going out and six or seven players um, coming in. I also think we need to have a good look at our training, our medical staff Mm. and our recruitment because we do seem –
0: there's something going to, wrong there somewhere, isn't there? And I seem to recall it's just probably to have record. a lot
2: of a lot of players, you know, a lot of first yeah. choice players out with long-term injuries. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, do we have they got niggles when we sign them, um, or is our training too hard? Are uh, you know, well, the they doing not, the wrong not, things
0: in training? I mean, Mark, just to bring just to bring you in there, Mark. I mean, yeah. you know, we're all frustrated. We've all we're all of an age where we can remember City in the Premier League. It's forty <laughs> years ago, that is <laughs> yeah. becoming a distant memory. But you yeah. do look at other clubs bypassing us, and yes, some have bypassed us and then gone bust almost but nobody's ever done things quite as badly as we did in uh, in 82 but if you could find the silver bullet of success to give to steve lansdowne to trigger taking us to the next level yeah yeah you know what what do you think needs to be done and picking up on ian's point there because he said on numerous occasions in these podcasts about you know, the, the the number of players are out of contract in the summer. If we're going to have this big clear out, let's say we finish 10th in the league or something like that, which is about the level we are, 60, 67 points to 70. That's where we're going to end up. Can you see that clear out also maybe extending to the manager or the head coach because he won't have delivered the improvement that he was asked for at the beginning of the season? So, Mark, what do you say? Cool. To that what do we need to do and would would Holden's job be under pressure if there was this massive clear out in the summer I,
1: I, I, the stupid thing is we've gone from we wanted to go to the next level thinking we're gonna we were gonna recruit a, a top a top level manager a manager who's who's had some success to Dean Holden who's done a, a fairly good job so far um but yeah, it's, it's just so frustrating with City. I mean, we, we said we, we could bring <laughs> one or two players in, maybe on higher wages for higher fees. Uh, and, you know, uh, 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 you know, um, with the ability to take us to that level, we're not really putting our money where our mouth is. But then, of course, COVID's come in. Yeah. And it, that really does give the board the excuse, if you like. And I think fairly to say, look, match day income is going gonna, gonna, gonna to drop through the floor. Uh, we, we, you know, we we can't sac, we can't sanction um, uh, sign-ins in the January window, be loans. But going back to what Ian said, I don't think Gary Johnson uh, would have put up with um, with, with DG, um not signing a contract. You know, somebody like that, they just won't won't play him. Um, if the players going to run down their contract like that. I think we've, we're, we're we, you know, we've got no choice but to play him. But they, 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 there's got to be some threat there and say, look, if you're not prepared to sign the contract, and I think this is that, and this happened with Jonathan Swift of have uh, read, he's, he's been completely out of the picture. Yeah, yeah you're right. expected to go. You're right. yeah. He was expected to go for an absolute fortune in the summer, but when the move didn't come, he hadn't been able to get back in. Um, but they've got the quality of players to be able to cover for him and we, and, and we haven't. But when you, when you see him, you know, he's back the to goal today and you see him completely outclassed by Lucas joao a player who came from Sheffield Wednesday and we saw him at Ashton Gate, who's done well in flashes and he looks more, much more consistent this season.
0: Yeah, because he's 27. I checked his age on the stats. He's 27 years old. Yeah, I mean,
1: that, fi- that final goal... Um, I mean Mayte got the ball on the right but he had his back to goal he held onto the ball great but he was able to spin spin, spin yeah. Viner and, and smack it in the back of the net you know bent there, no chance but it's very frustrating with City you can't have a club saying we want to go to the next level unless you're prepared to back it up it's always words but their deeds just don't back it up Are we agree no. you know it's the same it's just no, all no, I, I, if you're going to do it look at, do, say it do
2: it if you if you look at uh, Redding um, we had a discussion about this before. Reading's turnover um, last set of accounts was something like 21 million, and their wage bill was something like 41. Yeah. So if you're talking about paying the wages now, obviously that isn't sustainable in terms of financial fair play. Um, so uh, it's it's difficult. So so they've gambled the house um, on getting promoted and, and their owners have been absolutely open this season and said to the new guy that's come in you've got to get us up that's your job, get us promoted Yeah. Um, none of this well you know we want to improve and well we like that, I mean what set City up in some ways for a fall was the talk sport interview and Steve's done it a couple of times now where he's gone in and and raise the expectation so he's over and under-delivered yeah. in terms of the ex- – because when Lee Johnson came in, we were all thinking here and things, oh, blimey, you know, Brendan Rogers, Nigel Pearson, Steve Bruce, somebody yeah. like that. Yeah, And then, Lee ladies and gentlemen, Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson, Johnson. yeah. And, and, and then he's done the same thing with Dean Holton. Wait six weeks. If he did – if after – and I've said this before, I know, but I'll say it again – if – after Lee went, he said, look, he said, look, what we're going to do, we're going to point uh, Dean Olden on a rolling, after the, those five games, we're going to point Dean Olden on a rolling contract and uh, hmm. for one year and we're going to see how it goes. We've got COVID, so we're going to yeah. need to have some austerity. Daddy, daddy, daddy. We get all right. that, the
0: austerity bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: all right. Okay, we'd have gone, yeah, fine. Okay, I get you. I get what you're saying. Yeah but, to but raise they, they the bar, raised they
0: raised expectations You're absolutely right yeah. and, they, we're not, and he he is expecting. on a rolling 12 month he is on a rolling 12 yeah. month effectively he's got a yes, season. He is. you know yeah. that's oh, it he is. He's, and he's if he lost his well, he got no, did he get a fixed term and if it is then it runs out at the 30th of june no, when all, no, oh, surprise
2: surprise when all the players
0: contracts run
2: out he's he <laughs> no he's got a rolling he's got a rolling contract which all means right. that at any time what it all it means is at any time if they fire him, they've got to give him... He gets
0: 12 contract. months. So it's like a normal employment contract would be for a director in a business. So from Dean's perspective, if we do what we usually do this time of year, which is play well between the start of the season and Christmas, and then a rubbish up till Easter and the end of the season, then he knows he'd probably go, but he'd get paid off for 12 months anyway. And I think you're yeah. right, both of you, where you talk about austerity, because Steve Lansdowne's always talked about it being a sustainable club. You know, if fans are out of grounds, you know, the difference between no fans and £4,000 financially isn't a great deal. I think the financial landscape in football will be very different come uh, June next summer. You know, or June next year. The match
1: day revenue is going to cause huge losses. Just, because
0: you can remember, you can remember the days. You know, thirty years ago when it was we needed ten thousand to break even, and we were kicking around. Well, look, about- look
1: at it. Look, look at where we were in nineteen seventy-seven. Robert Hobbs was kicked off the board uh, by the uh, the straw man, as one of my colleagues call, calls it. Because he wanted new directors to come in and invest twenty five thousand to become directors, he was actually kicked off the board, and eventually went to a high court case that he lost. So we've gone yeah. from that to where we are now. But yeah. I don't. We're not expecting City to. City, uh, we're, Ian and I, and, and any any same City fan, we're not expecting the, uh, uh, Steve Lansdowne to gamble with the club's finances. Far no. from it. But don't like you said, don't raise expectations. No, just say. Just yeah, we say, are where just tell are. us how it is. Just tell yeah. it, say, okay. it, say, say, tell us how it is. But we, well, the problem we got is fundamentally, we keep producing, you know, midfield at the moment that it's just physically incapable of, of of being competitive. And unless you pass the ball around quickly, like Manchester yeah. City, this yeah. will continue to happen. And therefore, again, against Watford, would not we? Yeah? Yeah. Right. It was and
0: again, strike. look today, right? I, you know, Naj has got his critics, but today we had the woeful O'Dowder, and Pato, who were not in there. I mean, one, I've, I've written it down here. Somebody put on the OTIB uh, one of the comments on there. I screwed it up now, but uh, no, I've got it here. There we go. He said, a is a lot more tougher and robust than he's been in the past. My ass. That's all I've got to say about that. You know, really, no way. And somebody else has put on the uh, otib while I've been reading here. They had four creative midfielders in their team, and we didn't have any. Yeah. And I don't think, well, you know, I, well, think- I think we should, I think we should be playing with, you know, well, I guess the three midfielders, it's Naj plus two other than the two there at the moment, or one up front with Pato behind, because he can do the stuff and, more, and better than what we've got. And, Lord help us that when these players come back from injury we might see something resembling watchable to pick up your point uh, Ian watchable football because it sure as hell isn't at the moment uh, let's change the subject and just go on to Three brief things as we bring things to a close. I said uh, we were doing this thing. Today is the day, Saturday, November the 28th. And Ian said, you don't want to go back to 1964 because nobody who does this is alive then. Well, I wasn't even watching City back then. But since 1964, this was the ninth time that we've played on that day. And this is the fourth, the last four times, 98, 2009, 2015, and today we bloody lost which isn't good. But uh, I don't know if anybody can remember, i pick on one game, which goes back to 1970. They beat Carl- we beat Carlisle at home 2-1 and we were 19th in what is now the Championship. Galley and Gow. And one player, do either of you boys remember uh, Danny Bartley who used to play out on, the, out on the wing for City? He didn't play too many games that year, but do any of you remember him? Oh, no, I don't remember, I remember him,
1: but I think he went to Swansea in the end, didn't he? I think after us. Yeah,
0: he was another one. What about you, Ian? Danny Bartley, somebody you can uh,
1: remember? Yeah, he was a he was a
2: left winger, but like you say, he didn't feature very much. Just a, a no. quick one before I, I don't get the chance to do it. Um, Steve <laughs> Lansdowne has is, is just uh, raised a hundred million in cash. Yeah. Uh, before any City fans start doing backflips up and down Winterstoke Road, it's it's, <laughs> not, it's not purely to invest in the football club. It's to build the um, Bristol sporting area which is going to include um, the basketball, basketball arena. Stadium mm. arena for the Flyers which oh, okay no issue with that we've got the training grant coming which once again he's paying for uh, because unlike the rugby club where they got a grant off a new investor in the, the rugby Premier League uh, to, to build the, their ground um, Steve as far as I'm aware and somebody can bring me up and correct me if I'm wrong Steve's having to fund the City one out of his back pocket. So, fair play to him yeah, fair play to him. Fair
0: play. No, that's it. Yeah. Uh, going back to these other days the day, 1998, Ian and I were chatting about not the game, but one player in the team that day. We lost at home. Or was it away? No, we lost away at Birmingham 4-2. We were 23rd in uh, the Championship uh, that day. But uh, Jim Brennan, you probably remember him, uh, Mark, the Canadian lad, and I think we sold him to Forest for half a million.
1: Do you remember him? I think we sold him for yeah a bit more than that. Um yeah I remember he was a yeah a good a good left back after um after Mickey Bell really. I think he he probably took the place of Mickey Bell and, and good good overlapping uh, good overlapping full back had a decent shot on him as well. I think when we got relegated I think he, him and Akinkoby were sold within a few days of each other. I think he went to uh Forest didn't he? Uh, That's it, and yeah. um, Akinkoby went off to um not to Wolves um, yeah, it. so, yeah, 1990, right. this time in 1998, yeah, we were heading in the wrong direction. We may have, I think, well, probably under Benny, because I think... um yeah, was it? Was just after, it was, it was
0: just after Benny, because that was the month we'd lost uh, home to Wolves and lost away at uh, Bradford. Uh, Bradford. Uh, to they took a lot, they took, well, yeah. That
1: was where the, the coach driver took a wrong turn, and I think he was heading towards Manchester. It took them about seven hours to get to get up to Bradford, and the next day they were absolutely hammered. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pummel, weren't they? <laughs> anyway, the next,
0: next topic um, job for cots. We can't say that anymore. Um, I'm <laughs> sure he's going to have Pembo uh, with him because he got binned out of Chesterfield. God knows why I was looking at Chesterfield's website this week. But uh, Ian Cottrell, uh, back in the uh, managerial hot seat with a club at the bottom of the league, exactly where he we were when he took over in um, sept- December. Well, it was the second round of the FA Cup. Uh, what would it have been? December then 2013, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. So good yeah, job I, for Cox. I, good job for Cox, I, Ian.
2: I, I'm no good with dates, Dave, so you could tell me anything. Um yeah. <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, I, th- I think Steve Cutthorpe is a good manager. Uh, one thing he won't get at Shrewsbury is the kind of financial support that he he got at Ashton Gate. Um, and I'm not saying that was everything, and he won't probably inherit. The um, the academy uh, players that he had, like, you know, your Joe Bryans. I really like Cot's style of football. Um, you know, when the ball was going forward, Mark Little and Joe Bryan were up in front of Aaron Wilbraham on a large number of occasions. We attacked. We had Freeman in midfield, who was creative. He did have quality. And then you look at Luke Aylin. I don't know whatever happened to him, but we must have sold him for a lot of money. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe he didn't. Um, so uh yeah, I, I really <laughs> I really, really enjoyed enjoyed that season. And I, I think, you know, there are people asking, well, what, what would have happened if we'd supported Cots in the same way as we supported Lee Johnson mm. and I'm talking about financially. Yeah. Um and if you look at the players that he wanted to sign well,
1: well, Andre Gray
0: for one, and Maguire, um, Harry Maguire was at Hull. We had a chance. He exactly. was. His name was mentioned. Can that I summer. just pick?
1: Can I just pick you up on that? It's funny mentioning Andre Gray because I'm sure, and I don't know whether you two heard this. When the, they the, during the commentary of Tuesday's game, they were talking about Andre Gray being wanted by Cottrell, and I'm sure at they said he was waiting in a Bristol hotel room, but the, the uh, transfer the transfer collapsed. Was that correct? Probably.
0: I don't know. I didn't hear that. But you know, the story was that uh, Junior Lansdowne tried to renegotiate the deal with his agent, or something like that. But, uh, <laughs> now, but there we go. No, it we enjoyed. The,
2: um, we- wasn't it the uh, guy called Pelling who was the chief exec at the time tried to do that, or did John it under Pell- instruction? I don't know. I I, I think that was that was a story I heard, but to be honest, yeah, didn't. Well, it's all um, water under the bridge.
0: So Cottrell's back, and I'm sure if we ended up getting Shrewsbury in the FA Cup third round, he'd get a round of applause from. Well, probably won't be there, will we? And Jankos are in bloody tier three. Final story of the day. Final story of the day, or final topic, and we're all the Bristol boys here. It was uh, somewhat sad to read that uh, Bristol Zoo is no more, or no more in its uh, current location. Mark, um, any memories of Bristol Zoo as a, as a as a child, or as a as an as
1: youth, or as an adult? Um, yeah, um, enjoyable school school trips there. Um, yeah, and, yeah, I had some good fun, you know, walking around. And I think, you know, I think the last time my daughter was there, she, she she collapsed and fainted because she wasn't very well. And I think they had to, um, she had to get medical attention for one reason or another. Oh. But, yeah, fond fun, fun memories as a child. But I didn't read exactly what they were doing with it. I think I'd got, i got to... They're taking caught,
0: out to the Wild Place, which is out at... Uh... South Gloucestershire, which i got a feeling it might be near where the wave is. It's at Patcher land, the other side of the motorway opposite Cribs Causeway, I think, but I'll stand corrected on that. And Ian, I'm sure you, like me, will uh, recall, unless you've got any personal memories, but there was the urban legend about the bloke who for X number of years Collected all the money for the car parking because the council certainly weren't doing it and all the zoological association is that one that you've heard
2: yeah it, it was true it, it actually <laughs> came out that um, the um, uh, the zoo approached the council and said um, and said something along the lines of right okay um, we don't think that this bloke should collect any money and then the council said, well what are you, what are you selling us for he, he works for you. And the zoo said, "No, no, he works for you." And it turned out that he worked for neither of them, and he'd been he'd been trousering a load of cash for uh, about twenty odd years.
0: <laughs> and do you remember going there as a child? Were you uh, ever dragged there as uh, as a, a Sunday yeah, afternoon trip it... or during the school?
2: Yeah, I think we all were. Um, and it'd be interesting to see the kind of money when they build on that land. Uh, it'd be interesting to see the kind of money that flats go for. Bearing in mind the economy's probably on its way down, um, I still think they will be putting a, you know one one bedroom to three or four bedroom places in there, and the three or bo- four bedroom places will be about
1: a million and a half Half.
0: It's going to be a luxury. It'll be a luxury gated development, I reckon. And who's to sure, say that yeah. Steve Lansdowne hasn't gone off and bought it for hundred million? There is something I
1: remembered actually, uh, David. And it's just come to me, and I don't really don't I don't know why I've forgotten this guy, and and, it, and he was in the Evening Post yesterday, although I mean, he just read it. Is of course Bristol Zoo comes to mind, Bristol Zoo, and Johnny Morris with Animal Magic. Of course, Um he made of course he really made it famous. Uh, you know, I can, hear the, I can hear the theme tune, and of course him doing <laughs> the voices. <laughs> yeah, that could,
0: that's right.
1: Yeah, that could be. Although, when I was at BBC.
0: That was the uh, BBC one, because on the other side they had Zoo Time. Do you remember that? That was the ITV one. And I'll tell you a programme that I saw popped up on CBBC or wherever it's called. Do you remember yeah. how? Do you remember that programme? Yeah. Educational stuff. Bunti James, Fred Dinage, and another bloke who became a sports commentator for BBC. Who was that? Glasses did a bit of boxing, I think, or athletics.
1: Oh, was yeah.
2: This,
0: I'm no. I'm, do
1: you know you what I'm talking about? Being,
0: sir? No, no, not Harry Carpenter. Can you, you, do you remember how, Ian?
1: I remember how, yeah, yeah, I do.
0: How I'd Yeah, because
1: it, 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 it was like a da, 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 da how, wasn't it? It's, uh, you know, like an Indian call sign. Fred
0: Dinage, yes. that's right. Well, I sat Satsu was the con- didn't Fred Dinage? He became a BBC commentator, I think, on something. I'm looking it up as we talk. But uh, there we go. Yeah, uh, I can, I, I can
1: hear you
2: smacking the keyboard. That's
0: not me <laughs> smacking a keyboard. That's not It was me. It was me. Well, Sorry, it's it not look. It. Stop Sorry, doing it.
2: It's annoying.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> he doesn't look like he did comment. Anyway, we digress. That's it then for another uh, podcast. Disappointing afternoon up at the uh, Majesty in uh, in Berkshire. Uh, yeah, it was disappointing. Three one. We'll be back. Uh, tu- is it Tuesday night? Um, Ian that we're playing against QPR yeah we'll do another we'll we'll do another one yeah and uh, hopefully we won't be uh, as miserable uh, as we are today followed by
1: Birmingham on uh, next Saturday and then Blackburn at home on Wednesday the 9th of December is it Birmingham and Blackburn the next two after that yeah we do tend to like these Wednesday games don't we
0: well let's hope whatever happens that we can't label it unwatchable Yeah, because I think you summed it up with that one word. What time's
2: the um, what time's the QPR kickoff? Seven
0: forty-five. I just checked it. So if anybody's listening live, yeah, which not many people are uh, today, but then that's because I didn't publicise it on OTIB, which uh, just shows what a powerful media that is. Uh, But uh, we'll do one at uh, we'll do one at uh, ten, and uh, like we did like we did this week. But guys, thanks for your time. Enjoy the rest of your uh, Saturday and the weekend, and uh, stay safe. All the best, and thanks for Thank listening, you. those who listen when they listen. All the best. Cheers. Bye. Good luck, bye
1: Dave. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, bye
2: In. Bye, Dave. Bye. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you still the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times delivery fee and times supply. See in mcdonalds.com